Hi, and welcome to the first ever episode of the Waistline Podcast. I am your host, Lee Syatt, and this is the conclusion of me sounding professional. Uh, I have recorded this intro, or the start of this podcast, probably 74 times. Um, And I just, you know, something, as a listener, what you're going to have to get used to is that I... uh, I will change topics a lot. I will go back and forth, but I have a goal. I have a goal, and we're just gonna we're gonna we're gonna barrel through it because this is who I am. I'm an overthinker. I worry. It's weird as as someone who's big. Um, it's weird to say that you're a perfectionist because obviously, uh, very obviously, I'm not. But I I do I struggle with if something isn't going well or or the way I imagine it. I I. I too quickly abandon it, and um, that is one of the many things that I am looking to uh, improve upon with this podcast. And I am opening up way too quickly to you guys. You, I, I feel like I already know you, and 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 I love you even before you know me, and and that is my personality a hundred percent. So I, I already like you more than you like me. But we'll get there as as a group, and hopefully in a few weeks you'll like me maybe half as much as I like you. Um, but welcome, welcome to the Wasteline Podcast. I uh, a am absolutely ripping off Loveline, uh, and not the new one with uh, Kanye's ex. I'm talking about like the Dr. Drew with I'm a, I'm a Mike Catherwood co-host guy. Shout out to Mike; he's actually a very good friend and a great guy who has his own podcast. Um, multiple, it's one's called Mikey Likes You, and one is, I think, Good News with Kevin and Mike. I did that without even, I have notes, but those aren't in my notes, just off the top of my head. Um, I grew up listening to that show on a desktop computer. Uh, I was in probably high school, and it was streaming live on the internet, no video, just audio, and uh, if you aren't familiar with that program, it was like a, it wasn't like a, it was a call-in radio show where uh, Dr. Drew and Mike or, or earlier Adam Carolla and some guests and some call-ins, they talk about some uh, relationship questions, they talk about medical issues, life issues, and I, I, I loved it. I loved it. Um, and I am ripping them off. <laughs> And we're going to talk about uh, weight-related issues on this show, and maybe addiction. Uh, when at, at, at the launch, I'm focusing mostly on weight-related issues because that's what I have um, issues with. However, in discussing this with a lot of people, I think that we could eventually branch out into all types of addiction, um, not just food or eating addictions. Um, but for right now, we're, we're going to, fo- what I'm going to focus on is the weight. And if we branch out into that, or if you have that issue as on top of eating, um, I would love to talk about it. I don't have, I have no expert. The only expertise I have is in eating. If you're listening to this podcast and you want to gain weight, I'm your guy. I could, I could very quickly, we could put on the pounds. Um, <laughs> uh, very, very quickly, we could put on the pounds. Not, and that's not the goal, obviously. Um, what is the goal of this podcast, Lee? Well, I'm glad you asked, Lee. Thank you for asking. Um, I hate the term safe space. I think that gets overused uh, in this in this time, and it's... Um, but the unfortunate thing is that it's exactly what I'm trying to create. It's uh, because I know firsthand. Um, someone asked me. I, I was out the other night. I I, I used to do comedy, um, but now with the pandemic, I haven't really done it in over a year. But I was out at a my the first show that I've been to in a year, and this other comic who had lost weight was asking me when I started putting on excess weight. Is the way he put it, and I said at birth. And it's just true. Um, I'm sorry, Mom. I told my mom about the idea for this podcast, and she, I, f- I feel like she thought I was like, uh, like it was a, a knock on her parenting. Um, and she's like, "Oh, you weren't big as a kid." And it, 
I'm skipping ahead a little bit, but I, I was I was always the chubby kid, and I always felt like the big kid, but I didn't start really putting on, like, bad weight until I moved to Los Angeles right after college. Um, I always felt big, and I always felt like it was too much, but now looking back, I was like, wow, I was doing okay. Um, but um, this podcast... Is and we're, we're gonna figure out a different name instead of safe space, because it just it's how when you, when you, when people hear the word safe space, a lot of people get turned off, and that's not what I want. I what I mean by safe space when I say that is I know there's gonna be no judging on here, or on any of the social media handles. There's no judging, no name calling, no like just no negativity. Maybe we'll call it a positive space. That's what I'm. That's what I'm looking for. I mean, that's a good idea. Maybe we'll call it a positivity space. We'll we'll figure it out. This is the first episode. I don't need to knock and write anything in stone right now. Um, but it is. A, it's going to be a positive space to really um, shine a light on losing weight and and, and or being big and, and and the struggles that come along with it. And I want to highlight. People who, A, have already lost a lot of weight, are going through the process of losing weight, or maybe, you know what, maybe you're listening to this, and I was like that for probably the majority of my life, where it's not like, it's not that we, I didn't care about being big, because I I always did. I, I would always have loved to be, I would have loved to be skinny, Um. And there, there's a big body uh, body positivity movement, and I'm not telling anyone how to feel. If you're happy, I, I, I really genuinely hope you're happy uh, with who you are as a person, and um, even if you want to lose some weight, like your everyone's goal is different. I'm not telling anyone that they need to be uh, shredded or ripped or within the right BMI scale, because according to, I'm, I don't, I don't want to sound negative, but I don't expect myself to get into the BMI correct scale. Um, however, I'm currently on a weight loss journey, as they say. I'm down uh, just a little bit over 50 pounds, um, and I have a lot more to go. I have at least 100 more to go, um, but I... I don't want anyone to feel left out um, or, or feel like this podcast is going to shame you if you are as big as me, bigger than me. And if it if it works for your lifestyle or maybe if you want to lose 20 pounds, but you don't you don't necessarily want to completely change your life. That's that's completely fine. I'm I'm going to be here for you no matter your size. And I'm not going to judge you or, or tell you to lose weight. Um, that's not my style because frankly, and it's, it's, it's a, it's a tough, it's a double-edged sword because I've been very lucky that I've had family and friends who have done the, like, you know, the sit down or listen, Lee, we're concerned about you and, uh, we think you need to lose weight. And it's, um, I'm not proud of this, but at some points I, I wasn't ready for that talk. I'd get, I'd get, uh, I'd get a little bit, um. I want to use the word childish, but that sounds uh, like I'm I'm judging it. It's just for me. I I'm, I'm not proud of the way I responded to it, and I'd be like, well, there, they no one can tell me what to do, so I'm gonna not work out or or eat whatever I want because I'm an adult and I can do what I want. And um, for me, I'm not happy that that's how I decided to address it. Um, but the truth is, uh, and I've been lucky in my life to not be addicted to anything other than food. Um, but this is ultimately going to be your decision or your friend. If you're listening as a, as a, as a skinny person or a, not a big person, even if you're not super skinny, if you have someone in your life who you care about and you love, um, and this is definitely going to be an episode now that I think about it, um, of how to address that with the person you care about. Because it's ultimately their decision. No, no amount of you caring about them or loving them or having the best intention or heart is going to make them lose weight. 
it just it's a very personal thing um no matter how long you've been big i i'm one of the people who's been big my whole life so there's a lot of mental and like uh scars that go back to to my childhood with that some people get big later in life but it's it, it's a very it's an emotional thing and i'm just going to speak personally when when I'm when I was talking about body positivity earlier, see, I told you I I, I go ping ping ping. Um, a lot of the negativity around body positivity, to me, comes from the fact of people think like, oh, they're telling other people to be big, or it's unhealthy that they're that weight, and 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 they should change, and it's. At least from my point of view, and if you're different, I would love to hear from you. Um, but from my point of view, I have always known that I was big. All like it's, um, even back to very early on, because I mean, kids can be can be cruel, but early on in school, like it's just it, it, it's not something I'm on. I am on. I was unaware of, um, and even. Even at my childish phase, as I'll, as I said earlier, I wanted to be skinny. I, it's not like I chose to be big. It's just I wasn't in the right place or willing to make a change. Um. So it's not. I'm when I say when when I say body positivity, I just want people to be happy with themselves, and I think that mental aspect could lead people if they want to lose weight. Um, and frankly, the only reason I hope you lose weight is for health. I've had, uh, a few people, like I I said in the trailer, if you listen to that, um, on a previous podcast that I worked on, I, I got to become friendly with a comedian named Ralphie May, who as a, uh, bigger kid growing up, even, even, I don't know if the, 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 my, my weight played a role in it, but maybe it did. He, he, I saw him, I think it was the, I'm pretty sure it was the, either the first or the second season. I think it was the first of um, Last Comic Standing, and he he was hysterical his whole life. Um, but later in life, I did get to meet him and become friendly with him. And he unfortunately passed away a couple years ago, and I think he was 45 years old. And... And now that I'm, 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 right now I'm 32. I'm recording this in March of 2021. I'm going to be uh, 20, I'm 20, I'm going to be 33. So I'm, I don't, I forget, I don't know if I said 22 or 32. Right now I'm 32. Um, and I'm going to be 33 in July. And I'm not as big as Ralphie was, but people die at my age. I don't, you don't have to be that big to die this early. And even in my 20s, 40 just seemed so far away. But just having gone through my 20s, it shocked me how quickly now that I'm in my 30s. And I know that the 40s, it's going to fly. Like, it's just going to fly. Everyone says that. Everyone says time flies. Um, so I don't want to only have 12 years left. You know? Um, I, I want to have, I'm not married. I don't have kids, and I would like that for my life, and um, I want to be around to do, I haven't achieved everything I want to achieve, um, and I don't want to only have 12 years left, so, and I, I don't want any of you to die before you're supposed to, and, and you know, I, I this isn't going to be a podcast about religion, I'm, I, I personally, um, I was raised Jewish, just to guess, to tell you, but uh, reform, very uh, relaxed form of it, and now I I I, I don't really um, I shouldn't even be telling I don't know why I'm telling you all this, but just I, I I want you to know where I'm coming from. I I personally don't have a religious background um, or lifestyle right now, um, so it's not about that. Um, but I obviously people you pass when you're supposed to pass. Um, and it's going to be sad no matter what age you're, you are. But if, if losing weight can prolong your life 
and and still maintain a happiness because what what I'm gonna talk this episode is going as an introduction, but we're gonna talk about my um my background, and then in, in the next episode we're gonna talk about the weight loss journey that I'm on right now, um, but just a little bit of a of a teaser for that I guess, um, I I I am a big believer because unfortunately I had an aunt who passed away a few years ago who was probably the healthiest person I'd ever met. Was, I think, either a vegetarian or ate mostly vegetables, ate super healthy, worked out, and unfortunately, uh, I think it was her early 50s um, or late 40s, and she passed away because of cancer. Um, I don't say that to bum you out, but what I do think, a lot of times when people are, are talking to me about losing weight, they... They recommend lifestyles that aren't sustainable, and that I like. I'm not going. I do get a large part of, I not a part of, but I do get a large amount of happiness from eating. Eating eating is something that I enjoy a lot, and I. It's not that life wouldn't be worth living, but I'm not going. I don't want to restrict myself in a way. That is going to make my life less um, happy. So what I'm doing right now. Just to give you a quick little um, teaser for next week. Is I'm doing a form of intermittent fasting. Called OMAD. Which stands for one meal a day. And honestly the real reason why I'm doing it. Is so that I can still eat. um, A fairly normal meal. I eat once a day, and to be honest, I really don't, I don't really feel like I'm holding my, I'm restricting myself. I am a little bit, um, and we'll get into that in a minute, um, about how I used to eat, Um, but for the most part, like on all the other diets that I've been on, I I always felt hungry, Um, and this... At least for me, I've been on it for uh, about three and a half months, and it's working for me right now. This might not work for you, um, so do whatever works for you. But I, food is always going to be a big part of my life, and I just what I like to say is when people ask me how I've lost weight uh, this time, is I like to say I stopped eating like a jerk. Um, and trust me, I'm gonna. I'll talk about that in a minute of how I was eating, and and it was I was pretty much just eating like a jerk. Um, so I pretty much just started eating a little, uh, just you know, focusing on and and actually realizing what I'm what I'm eating, and it's been working for me. I've lost, like I said, over, uh, just over 51 pounds, um, and it's going about as well as I could hope. Obviously, I wish I was down a hundred already and be done with it, but. I've done that before, um, and, and it hasn't worked out. Um, I do want to give you a quick, uh, I, uh, I guess, shout out for all the places and all the things we're going to do on here. Um, so if you're interested, if you do like the podcast, I do want to build a community. I, I think it's very important as a, uh, as someone who's losing weight um, that we have other people to lean on, um, and not because we're big and we can, <laughs> it's hard to walk, um, but because there's going to be moments where you want to quit, where I want to quit, um, where the scale doesn't go down, or maybe it even goes up, or maybe you're just sick of eating salads, or or whatever it is, and and, and in those moments, if you're by yourself, it's a very easy, at least for me, to give up on it. And I've done it a million times. I've started a million diets on Monday and and messed up on Tuesday and, and restarted the next Monday. It's um. I've just I, I've been there too many times to count. And so what I've done is I've created already, um, a waistline YouTube page, an Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, so on Instagram. Uh, it's at Waistline Podcast, and when you go there, I've already, in the past week or so, two weeks, I've been posting my meals, and I've posted my weight loss, uh, my 50-pound weight loss uh, picture, the, the before and the current picture, 
Um, so I've already been posting content on there for you guys. Um, and I, and I'm, I'm doing it partly to keep myself motivated, but as this podcast grows, I'll be posting clips on there. I'll be posting pictures of other people, of listeners who send in their weight loss. Um, so, uh, it's going to be, it's, I, I really do think it's going to be a great place, uh, to keep in touch there. And on Twitter, we're at waistline pod. Unfortunately, podcast, uh, was too long. So we're at waistline pod on Twitter and then on Facebook, uh, which I, uh, personally haven't used for a few years, but it is, it's a great place for groups. Um, as much as I'm not a fan of it as an individual, um, I think the groups are a valuable resource. Like I'm part of one on Facebook. I just joined. It's called like Dad Bod Transformation. I think something to that effect. Um, if you search weight loss Dad Bod, it'll pop up. And everyone's just just posting their, um, well, like their struggles and then their successes. And I want to create that for this podcast. So on Facebook, we're at Wasteland Podcast or just facebook.com uh, backslash Wasteland Podcast. And then um, I also have an email address. It's wastelinepodcast at gmail.com. And the one thing that I don't have ready yet because I've, I'm going through, I have, I, I'm going to have, uh, right now we're going to do it with voicemails. The one thing that I, I don't have that, that uh, Loveline had was a call screener. And um, unfortunately with the internet, it's not any of you who are listening who would do this, but with the internet, if I was just taking live calls, um, we'd run into some hooligans. I'll put it that way. Um, so right now we're going to start in a few episodes with uh, voicemails. So if you have any right now that you want to leave, just send me the file. Uh, just record it and send it to wastelinepodcast at gmail.com. Um, but next week, because I, I have a Google voice number, but I'm not happy with the uh, sound quality from it. So um, I'm, I'm testing out a few other paid services. So by next week, I will have the phone number for you. Um, but if you wanted to, <clears throat> sorry, if you wanted to start leaving them um, already, uh, just email them to me at waysignpodcast at gmail.com. Um, and, and so th- those are all of the ways that you can get in touch and keep in touch with me. Um, I also have my own personal social media. Everything is at Lee Syatt, L-E-E-S-Y-A-T-T. Um, and you're more than welcome, and, and I would love to have you on there. Um, but the, the other ones are for the show and where I'm going to post everything from the show. Because I really do believe... I, 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 I paused because I, I, was, I was like, is this, is this too cocky to say? Um, but I, it's just what I, I, the reason why I'm starting this is I do believe that this show could be very helpful to people like me. So the show really isn't even about me. Um, it's more about all of us. And, and because the reason why I got this idea, and then I'll tell you more about the show, is I got this idea because I was on this weight loss journey. Um, if you're listening later on, I started it uh, right at the end of 2020, at December 2nd or 3rd of 2020. And uh, my brother and I, uh, my brother, his name is Jordan Syant, and he'll will eventually be a guest on the show, uh, hopefully more than once. And he is the only member of the Syatt family um, without a weight issue. Uh, he is actually a trainer. Uh, and um, I don't know how you would say it. He, like, he, he's not a nutritionist, but he's like a health expert, I would say. Like, a, like that. Yeah, I, I, guess, I think that's a, a good way to put it. Um, and he does his, some coaching and some training online. And he used to be Gary V's trainer, and my voice just cracked, and that's embarrassing. Um, but he used to be Gary V's trainer, and I spoke to him because I was driving. Uh, I'm spending, I'm 
spending right now some time with my dad in Florida, but I was driving from uh, the Boston area where my mom lives down here, and I called my brother and I asked him out of his many, many clients how many of them are already in shape or maybe have, you know, under 30 pounds to lose. And and if you're one of those people, I would love to have you on the show uh, and as a listener. But what I wanted to know was, out of his clients, how many people were in that category versus someone like me who has 50, 100, or even more than that pounds to lose. And he said uh, the vast majority was people who were in the first category, the already in shape or a little bit to lose. And the reason why I think that is, is I, I, I believe that when... Um, when you're big like this, like I am, um, you really, it's not giving up, but you become complacent. I became complacent with it. Um, because, and, and this isn't a knock on my brother. And I, I told this to him, uh, over the phone and it's, it's in a perfect world. There really shouldn't be a need for nutritionists and, uh, trainers and all of that. There really isn't a secret when it comes to losing weight. There are different techniques to it, and and uh, eating plans. Everyone gets mad when you say diet, um, but for the most part, there there really isn't a trick. You eat less calories than you burn, and you move a little bit. And the, honestly, the movement is great. It's good for. It's not bad for you. But the majority of losing weight lies in the what you eat. And that really is it. I mean, you don't really need, you shouldn't, and I shouldn't need someone like my brother to help me. But I do because uh, of the mental aspect of it. Because food's delicious. Because I prefer to not move. And... I, I have avoided eating healthy for my entire life. Um, so I'm starting this as a place for people who understand where I'm coming from and where the my guests are going to be coming from um, and, and give them some place where we can help each other. And again, like I said at the beginning, it doesn't, I don't, I frankly don't care what your goal is. I mean, I would prefer it not be to gain weight, and I mean, unless you need to. Um, but whatever your goal is, is your goal. If your goal is just to stop putting on weight, but you're not really in the mood or, or ready to lose weight yet, it's like, it's like when you push when you're playing blackjack. It's better than losing, right? But I guess that's the opposite here. It's, anything is better than gaining. Um, so I'm I'm really that is really the the main part of it. I'm gonna have I've actually already recorded an episode um, which will come out I think in two weeks, maybe three weeks. Um, yeah, probably three weeks uh, with a, a, a gentleman named Shane Wally, uh, who uh, you might know from. Instagram or TikTok, and he has been on a 14-month, over 100-pound weight loss journey, which is frankly amazing, and we we really connected. I'm all, I also have uh, I'm going to record here in the next couple days with my good friend Greg Benevent, and he was a comic that I met in Los Angeles who lost over 100 pounds, and um, so we're going to be talking with people like that, people who have already lost weight or are currently losing weight. I also want to hear from you, uh, the listener, and either share your positive stories, but then also, you know, I, I would love to talk to people who have, like me, and I'll talk about it a lot, times that I've failed um, in weight loss, which is way more than I've succeeded. Um, but I think I think too many people, uh, especially on social media, post the good. And I think that's one great thing that Shane does is he doesn't only post the good. He's a positive person, but he, he lets you know when when maybe things aren't going the way he hoped. Um, so we're going to talk about that. I'm going to have doctors on. I'm going to have um, 
nutrition experts on, everything like that. But then the other thing that I really want to have you guys um, focus on is um, something that right now I'm calling it under the fat, but uh, that might change. Um, but what I the the hope with that segment is I just know that and I'm I'm as guilty as this as anybody even as a big person is that when when you see someone big or when I'll I'll use myself I don't want to put it on you when I see someone big a lot of times that's the first thing that you see about them and it's the way that you categorize them in your head that they're they're just like when people see me I I a lot of times I'm 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 Lee the fat guy and it's a very isolating place to be put into and it's also I mean life isn't fair but it's an unfair thing to happen because there's a lot more to me than just being fat or big um I know some people don't like being called fat I I don't like it um but I'm trust me I've been uh I've been called fat for my entire life so at this point if you if you're watching this on YouTube and calling me fat in the comments it's really not going to affect me it's uh you got to come up with some some new stuff to to get to me at this point um and there's plenty to go after you could go after my hair my height my uh my suave good looks um <laughs> um but there is a lot more to me and I think there's a lot more to everybody uh other than just their size so one thing that I I'm absolutely going to do and would love for you to send in your videos. Oh, and that's true. I guess on top of the voicemails, you could also send in videos because there is a video version of this podcast. Um, but I, I want to know, other than being big, what do you like? Are you a singer? Do you play video games? Do you knit? I don't know. There, there's more to you than just your size, and and that's really what I want to highlight uh, in that segment. Um, so right now I'm calling it under the fat, but um, that could change. Um, and so, like I said, this episode, what I really wanted to just do with you is sort of give you my resume, I guess, in a way, um, just so you're like. Who is this guy? He how how come he gets to tell me uh, to lose weight? Um, because I've been there. That that's why I feel like I'm. Uh, what's the word? Qualified to 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 host this podcast because I know where you are right now. I've been there myself. Um, like I said, I always felt like the big guy. In school, or the big kid in school, I wore husky-sized jeans. Um, I don't know if anyone uh, <laughs> uh, can relate to that. I don't know if they still have those or not. That might be um, fat-shaming, I guess, now. Um, but when I was growing up as a kid, there was husky-sized clothes. And they was basically like the big and tall store for kids. Um, and so I've been there. I... Uh, I've, I I don't I frankly I don't know if in public if I've taken my shirt off maybe since elementary school like it maybe uh, it's definitely under 10 times and I'm 32 like I can't imagine a scenario and that doesn't include with family I, family even then I don't always love it but with family like if it was just my mom yeah maybe I'll take my shirt off but like having it have the sun touch my my like torso has not happened in a very long time um and i it just i have a few examples of it and i i but it, it's almost not important it was just i i wasn't bullied to the point of some people and i i know that's justifying it and every it, it didn't make it feel any better as it was happening but it was almost it just always you know when people get mad at you it's the first thing they say uh or or the first thing they attack or it's always a joke um and it's 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 frankly it, it's sort of hacky at this point 
it's like it's uh especially like if people are mad at somebody online like they always say like you fat piece of whatever or or you fat I'm trying not to swear on this but I guess it really doesn't matter I can say ass like they they call people fat ass and you know it's really especially as a comedian it's um it's it's kind of embarrassing for them to be honest because there's so many funnier ways to make fun of somebody and it's just it, it's low hanging fruit it, it's right there and it's easy to attack um and it it's it's frustrating um it gets old it gets old um having people who you thought were your friends say that about you um and even if they are your friends and even if they, if they apologize later um or maybe their family that's that's where I got I got pretty lucky. I mean, of course, I think it's happened um, in anger. They'll say something, but um, for the most part, my family was has always been supportive of me. Um, and even if they are your friends and they apologize later, it still it still stings. And it's um, I just even if like even if the bullying didn't come from me being big outwardly. I kind of felt like it did, because um, it, it, especially when you feel like you're the biggest kid in the in the class or the group, um, you don't want you don't want to go to the beach, and, and it's it's just a very isolating, alone experience, um, and that's not good as a kid, and I think that's partially why. I've sort of become used to it in a way. I had a, a friend who who would always get on my back about uh, like you gotta leave the house, you gotta, you gotta go do stuff, and and I'm I'm I think I was an introvert from birth to be honest, but I definitely think being uh, um, unhappy with my size definitely played a role in you know having trouble talking to girls. I've had, I, I've had multiple girls that I dated say like, oh, looks aren't that important to me. And it's like, and they say it, and I think when they're saying it, they feel like it's a positive thing. Like, I like you, I love you for who you are. And I guess on paper, that that is partially what it is. I know I'm drinking a Diet Coke. I'm, I'm not a perfect person. It's not a regular Coke. Um, Gabriel Iglesias has a joke that says, uh, I drink Diet Coke so I can eat regular cake, and that kills me. Um, but, I mean, going getting back to the dating thing, no one wants, I mean, obviously I want the person who I date to, to love me for who I am, but I, no one wants to hear, oh, I don't care, what, I don't care that you're an ugly piece of, uh, of crap like that's that's just how when I when I heard oh looks aren't that important to me that's how it got interpreted how I interpreted it and um so because of that you know because of all of that I, I I tend to retreat and and either a spend time with a couple people who I trust and know or b more often than not spend the time alone and um, that I do, I, I feel like I enjoy it, but maybe, maybe I'd be happier in a different world if, if none of this had happened. Maybe I would be a more outgoing, um, social person. Who knows? But I mean, I, like, like I said, I, I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself. I mean, I've been, I was chubby my whole life. Uh, I, I always noticed even without people saying anything, like when when the other boys would take their shirts off, that that their stomach didn't look like my stomach. That like, like even before people were working out, like they just had flat. Like it's weird saying like a ten year old has a muscular. It sounds weird to say, but they just had you know in shape, and I always felt bigger then, and looking looking back on it, I was probably just chubby. Um, sorry, I'm getting a little dry. 
but I, you don't know that in the moment. You don't know that you're really not as big or you're going to get much bigger. Um, but I, I'm short. I'm five foot four. And I remember freshman year of high school, um, I was 160, which is honestly probably around where I should be. That's not even that bad, but I probably wasn't five foot four then. Um, and I remember going to the doctor to my, my pediatrician growing up and it was like, I'd gain like, I think it was like 20 pounds a year, which is too much, especially when I'm not really growing that, uh, height wise. Um, I'm really not getting that tall. And I, it was just like, there was just always reminders of it. There was always reminders. And I know, I know being big doesn't mean you're not going to be good at sports, but I wasn't good at sports. And I just remember, you know, getting bigger and bigger. And I think by the time I was a senior, I was probably somewhere around 215, 220, I would guess. Like I remember, I remember that I started getting big as a junior or a sophomore. I think yeah, probably a junior. Whenever I got my for my license and got a car, because as soon as I, even before I had a license, I had a a part time job, and um, when I got my car, I could go out and eat whatever I wanted to eat. And like I said, food was always big for me. And it was even big. I remember vividly um, because I, I never really felt like I belonged. Um, and so like I, I remember vividly I was at a day camp and I asked my one of my favorite counselors what he was going to do after camp. And I remember that he said he was going to get some chips and a soda and watch TV. And who he, he probably wasn't like middle school or high school. Maybe college. Um, but he was younger. And I remember going home. And I had like these colored plastic bowls. I was a kid. And I remember doing that. Because I thought that's what you did when you were cool. I guess. At least in my eyes. And then I remember. Um, I was friendly. We weren't best friends. But I was friendly with this really tall kid. In high school. And I remember we he we were at lunch one day and he had two sandwiches. I was like, I gotta have two sandwiches. For no reason. I just I being I mean it's just always I've always just wanted really to fit in, and I guess being big is of just a visually, like I was saying earlier, you you stand out as not fitting in, and there are bigger people who can be very social. And, 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 and they, they're either, they're goofy or they're outgoing and it doesn't seem to affect them as much. Maybe it does, maybe it doesn't, but I, I take everything, I take things personally and, um, I just know myself that I wasn't, I've just been unhappy with it and I, but I, I, the problem with, with overeating is, is your tolerance goes up. Like I'm old. It's amazing what you remember. I remember, I think I was probably in like fourth or fifth grade and I, in my elementary school, like I, they would put older kids in charge of lunch tables. I just vividly, and I had, I wasn't, I didn't grow up super rich, but I was not poor. I always had lunch money hour. My mom would pack me lunch occasionally but I remember taking someone's tray back to throw away. And I remember they had extra chicken nuggets on their plate, on their tray. And I, I can feel it. I can still feel it. Of I shoved them in my in my mouth and like it hurt to swallow. Because I, I didn't even, I, had, I was trying to do it so no one could see. And I remember like that I, I barely was able to chew it and I would... And I, like, I would, I don't, I have no, I, I wish I knew why. I wish I knew why I did that, but it's just, I have a very messed up relationship with food. I'll put it that way. Um, 
and then I, I but I was able to keep it relatively in check. I probably could have lost. Like I said, I was I always felt like the biggest person. Uh, I never liked the way I looked in pictures or the way the clothes fit. But I probably if I if I had lost like it was definitely under a hundred pounds, like sixty seventy pounds. I would have been normal, I guess, in the for the lack of a better word. And then I moved to Los Angeles when I graduated college. I went to college in Boston. I went to Emerson College, and I lived in Boston. And there's a lot of walking in that city. Um, and just I frankly because of that, I was able to sort of maintain just a regular chubby life. And then I I drove I I moved to LA um and I worked a I at the beginning I worked some days and and even then you're working from 10 to 7 but you have to leave the house by like 8 or 8:30 in Los Angeles cuz of traffic and then you're not getting home till 8 or 8:30 and I remember just being so tired that I went to fast food just because I didn't even want to get out of the car at a restaurant to pick up dinner. I just wanted to get home so quickly that I would do that. And I, like, there were months at a time where I would just eat, just eat fast food. And it's just not a healthy way to live and eat. And I remember... Uh, I remember once I was wearing a sweater to work and my, my boss took me out of the office and we walked around. She said, uh, you need to get some uh, some bigger shirts because it doesn't look good when you raise your arm and, and your your belly sticks out at the bottom. And I just, it's just, it's so, I would just remember being so embarrassed. And, but it, yeah, it's just, it, uh, it's not, it's not a, because what I was saying earlier, we, everyone when they're big knows they're big. It's not a surprise to us, but it's like, we, it still doesn't feel good having it uh, brought up. Even though she, she did it very nicely. I've had a lot of people be very mean about it. She was not one of them. She was as, as nice as you, you could have been, I guess, um, and I mean, it was true. I do, but now I I do notice it when other big when their stomachs hanging out. I want to, but it's not my place to to tell anybody how to live their life. Um, but I I I just got bigger and bigger, and I remember how I put I would put napkins in the a. I would have to buckle my jeans around my hips and do like the jump up thing. To get them up there. Um, and then I would put napkins. Like I would tuck them into my jeans. And then over. Where the button was. Because they would just dig into my skin so much. It would hurt. Um, and, and. And just so many. I mean. I probably have sleep apnea. Which I'm going to get checked out on here. Um, but I'm skipping ahead a little bit because the doctor is a whole topic within itself. But I like I've tried when, when I'm talking about this. The one thing I really haven't discussed yet is trying to lose weight, and I've tried to lose weight. Like uh, for example, uh, there's another I I I I love comedy, and there's another uh, comedian named uh, Robert Kelly. He goes by Bobby, and uh, him and I are very similar in looks um, and experiences because he has a, a line in one of his specials that he just says he's on his like sixth fat is the way he puts it. And that just really hit home for me because I, I, I've lost weight before. I've lost a good amount of weight before. And it just it always comes back plus 15. And that's, that's something that I absolutely want to talk with. Um, a mental health professional about uh, on the show, and I, I would love to know what it is that it's a, like that convinces our brain or my brain 
at a certain point to get back on track because it's very easy to slowly get off track and it's um sorry about that someone's doing something in the with rocks or something um but what what is going on I hope you guys can still hear me I'm going to just power through this um but it's very easy to get off track but it's uh cuz it it happens slowly like I I've, I've been on so many diets and you lose 50 60 70 pounds and then you hit a plateau or you just get sick of the food and you just slowly start eating the way you were eating before and it doesn't happen all at once but it just slow you just slowly or i just slowly start letting letting myself uh get back to old habits and the weight comes back on and i and 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 I, you can see it coming back on. Your clothes start not fitting anymore. But there's something about that fifth, of getting it back plus 15 that is just it's so true. That, that that's, that's when you start to lose the weight again. And um, so I've tried everything. I tried keto before it was keto when it was called Atkins. I tried that. I've tried uh, Nutrisystem. I've tried all of the delivery services, like Freshly. I've tried, let me see, I actually have notes for this. Um, uh, Blue Apron, I've tried Trifecta. I did a, a, a the Fat Sick and Nearly Dead Juice Fast. Uh, I, uh, for that one, I lost like 70 pounds in like 25 days. Uh, and luckily, I stopped because my, uh, <laughs> my legs started tingling. Um, and I actually did have a friend... Who I'll, I'll would love to get on here. He a comic named Dean Del Rey, who was chubby. He was never as big as I am, um, but he was bigger. And then did a juice fast and actually got diabetes from it because of the juice that had so much sugar in it. Um, but I I did that and gained it back. I um I I tried in high school. I ordered Lipazine over the phone, which was a pill. And because I was just so sick of being big. And I just remember that I only took it a few times because it made me feel terrible. Like, I think it was probably like just speed or so it was just it wasn't good. But I, I, I tried it. I tried that. I, I think I this is sort of a joke, but it's true. I think I went to the world's last in-person Weight Watchers meeting um, <laughs> because I went right before the lockdown started and then, like, literally, like, a day or two later, the world shut down. Um, and it just, frankly, it, it, it worked until it didn't. It worked until I, I, until I gave up, um, which really isn't the diet's fault. But, um, again, to, to tease next week, and next week we're going to talk about what I'm doing now. And if we, if we have any calls, maybe I'll take a couple of the messages um, and then just a quick note on the calls. What I think I am going to do here is I will take some messages and play them. But I also, since I am a one-man band for all of this, uh, if you leave a message or an email and and we connect and I, and I, and I can tell that you're a real person and you're not going to just be a troll. Not that I think you're going to be a troll, but... I just want to avoid that because I, the reason why the reason why I'm so cautious is I did I have done call-in shows before, and I, I I picked up the phone once and this this person just started saying the N word like a thousand times until like and I was in shock and then and then I hung up, and I just I I really don't want that to happen here. So I'm saying that to say, um, if you send me a, a message or an email or on Instagram, and, and you have a story, um, and you would like to be on the show, we'll go back and forth, and then I'll, what I'll do is I'll, I'll record it on Zoom, and I'll include it in a full episode, and we can actually go back and forth, and, and take listener questions on certain topics, um, but it, it's just, we're gonna, I'm gonna meet you that way first, um, just to make sure um, that we're all on the same page, 
But um, the reason why I'm hopeful that this will hopefully be my last time, and it's not going to be an end. That that is also one of the things that I really struggle with with um, weight loss is I'm never going to be able to just go back to the way I was eating. I can maybe go back and occasionally have fast food where I'm not having really any at all right now. I've been to Chick-fil-A once, and I got a grilled chicken sandwich. Um, and I, I, I'm not having any candy. Candy was my killer. That when I, The last couple times I've gotten big, I've gotten big because I had a rule for myself. I'm big with that for, for some reason with rules. Um, and I would get one chocolate thing and one gummy thing. And, and that, I mean, candy, that's how, I mean, that's how Dean ended up. He got rid of his diabetes and lost a bunch of weight by, by, I don't know if anyone can completely cut out sugar, but he, he went as low sugar as anyone can possibly go. And he lost a ton of weight because sugar is just, it just has so many calories. Um, and there's other, there's other, and that's one, another thing that I want to talk about is uh, with people who have lost weight or are losing weight, like what what do you like as a as a as a treat? Like one of the, my favorite treats right now is um, I always forget the brand name. Outshine, Outshine has no sugar added popsicles that are twenty five calories each, and they're delicious. And then uh, caramel rice cakes are amazing. Um, and those I think are only 45 or 50 calories a pop. And so there, I want to know your tricks for still getting to enjoy food while you're losing weight. Um, but the path that I'm on now, I'm hopeful that it will work and stick this time. Uh, because I could see myself continuing with this a, until I lose the weight I want to lose, but B, uh, for the most part, I could see myself eating like this forever. Obviously, um, there will be times when I have to, and I don't have to, I guess, but there will be like lunch uh, meetings with clients or or with family or friends or a girl eventually, hopefully, um, and where I'll, where I'll feel pressure to eat or I should eat. Um, and one of the things that I've been talking about with my brother um, is that um, intermittent fasting is great, but it's really the the being in a, he, the word is a caloric deficit. Um, that's the most important part of it. And the fact that I'm only eating once a day is mainly just so I can put all my calories in one pack um, and less about the, I mean, I'm sure fasting can help in some ways. He wasn't completely against that, but um, the majority of it is just to keep your calories in one spot. And so if I at some point do have to have a lunch meeting or go on a date or I have kids and we're going out to lunch that I just modify and I have a salad and then save the most of my calories for dinner. Um, or other ways. I, I just, I, I feel like the, the, the journey I'm on now is one that is actually sustainable and possible for me to continue on. Um, and, and I, like I said, I'm down just over 51 pounds. I weigh in once a week on Tuesdays. So that, that's why I'm going to release this on Tuesdays so I can update you um, on my weight loss every week. Um, and and that what the last part of this podcast is going to be my journey um, because you're going to hold me accountable. And I, I know that I have to work out and eat right because I don't want to come in and having gained weight and, um, and, and like, cause, uh, one of the things about being heavy is you, it turns you sort of, it turned me into the kind of a liar in certain ways. And they're white lies. It's, it's what I'm eating. It's not, it doesn't hurt anybody but myself to say, what do you have for dinner? Uh, chicken breast. 
Um, but then I'm gaining weight and I really had a burger. Um, but I don't, I don't want to do that. I, I, I want to get healthier for myself. I want to, um, get to a healthier weight and then hopefully meet, uh, a girl, um, a woman, I guess would be better. Girls are probably too young. Um, <clears throat> sorry, let me just take a little sip of a drink here. But that that's really it is is just we're gonna be following your journey and we're gonna be following mine. And um I struggle with a lot of people when I when I posted my 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 fifty pound weight loss. A lot of people uh use the word that I'm not very comfortable with, um and it's they said inspiring. And and this sounds like a humble brag, but it it trust me, it's not. Um I don't feel very inspiring being the size that I am and, and the life that I'm living. Uh I've had some ups and downs and right now I um I'm coming out of a down, I would guess, I would say. There's a lot of people who have it worse off than me, but this is uh, not where I had imagined my life being at 32. So I just, I, it makes when people say, oh, you, you're an inspiration, I don't, that's not how I see it. But if I can make it seem more attainable, if it... What I would hope is, I don't want to be an inspiration. I want to be someone that you can look at and be like, if that guy can do it, I can definitely do it because I'm way better than him. Uh, not to to knock myself. Um, I I do tend lean towards self deprecation. <coughs> Sorry, but it but it's true. I um. I just, that's the way I look at it, is that if, if, if I can do it, you can absolutely do it, a hundred percent, and, and, and that's how I want to leave it, is that, trust me, I, I've been on this path before, I've lost 50 pounds, probably six times, um, seven times, who knows how many times at this point, but I, uh, I want to thank you for listening, and, and get ready. I this this was sort of like a first date, and I know I probably told you way more than you should have known on a first date. Um, but I really hope that you listening to this can see where I'm coming from, and see why I feel like I'm the right person to host this podcast. And if you have a friend or a loved one who is struggling with what I struggle with. Please show them this podcast. Um, please, uh, you know, I, I hate when people say follow me, but just check out the social media channels. Like I said, uh, Waistline Podcast on Instagram and uh, Facebook, and then Waistline Pod on Twitter. I'm going to be on there a lot. Uh, please email the show at waistlinepodcast at gmail.com. Um, and and so next week we're going to talk about um how I am losing weight currently um and then and sort of what I'm doing and that might be a shorter episode and then we're going to have my my buddy Greg on and then uh, uh very excited to let you hear the episode with Shane Wally um that's coming up here probably in two or three episodes um and then, and then we're gonna be off and running. The, that's really my plan so far. That really covers about the first month of the show. Uh, I'm gonna release every Tuesday, so when you wake up Tuesday morning, um, you'll have the episode. And I guess maybe I'll have to adjust the day I weigh in because I usually weigh in late on the late in the day on Tuesday. Um, but I do want to release this on Tuesday, so maybe I'll adjust and weigh in on Mondays from now on. Uh, just so I can give you a real um, a real up up to date following of where I am weight loss wise, um, 
But thank you guys for listening. And don't forget, there's, there is a YouTube uh, Wasteland Podcast page. And I'm just so excited to be on this journey with you. I'm excited for myself to lose the weight. I'm excited for you listening to uh, get healthier. And I'm just, I'm just, I'm just happy. And I, I really hope that this does as much for you as it's doing for me. And and that we get there together. And that uh, in a year, on the I guess it'll be 52nd episode. Will be a year of doing it every week. That we. Um, can look back and see that we're better off than when we started now. Um, whether it's weight-wise, mentally, emotionally, I just that that's that's what I want. As I want, and I want to constantly be getting getting better at whatever rate is good for you. I'm, uh, there's no race. Um, which is something I need to teach myself because I'm I'm very impatient, but um, I I really do think that we're gonna become very close uh, with this podcast, and I I can't wait to hear from you. Again, my name is Lee Syatt, and thank you for listening to the first ever episode of the Wasteline Podcast. Thank you guys. I'll see you next week. Bye.